Sandra Cohn. I'm an award-winning photographer, industry educator, and best-selling author on a mission to help other photographers just like you reach the level of success they want and deserve. What I know after 20 plus years in the photography industry is that building the business of your dreams is totally possible. And on this podcast, I'll share everything I've learned on how to do just that. So thanks for joining me and let's get started. Hello, friends. I'm Sandra Cohn, and I would love to welcome you to day three of the lighting series that I've been hosting all week long. Um, in case you have missed any of our other lessons, let's just quickly recap. So my goal for the series is to help people, help natural light photographers get more comfortable with working with artificial light. And that is because learning to create natural looking light with strobes and flash, and then incorporating incorporating that skill into my own work completely transformed my business. It really was the first step on the path that led me to building the multiple six-figure business that I have today. And that's because not only did it help my work, right? It helped reduce my stress. It helped my life, but it helped me provide more consistency for my clients. Um, And then that helped me build my brand And then that, of course, is what helped me build my business. So that's why I'm so passionate about teaching this skill. Um, And that's because I know it's more than just lighting. You know, at the very beginning of the series on day one, I talked about how I teach lighting and I teach branding and business. And for me, those things are really um, interwined, interwound, (laughs) interwined, interwound, like they're part of the same story, right? Like, uh, you know, learning to create your own light has everything to do with creating a really solid, profitable business. It really can be a game changer for you and your work and everything else. And I know that's true because like I said, that's what happened in my own work, but I also have seen the impact that this skill can have on the thousands of photographers that I've had the privilege to teach inside my lighting course, The Missing Link. So that's what we're talking about this week. Now, so far, I've covered a lot of material. So on day one, we talked about what the actual cost of working exclusively with natural light is. Like, what is the cost to you and your business of not being able to produce the work you're known for when you are in a low light or a bad light situation. So for me, there was a real emotional cost to that, right? It caused me a ton of stress. It made me feel like a fraud because I knew I wasn't able to consistently produce the kind of work for my clients that they expected from me that I showed on my website and in my portfolio. And that made me feel bad. But there was actually um, a money cost as well, like a real tangible revenue cost. And that's because when the weather was bad and I knew I wasn't going to have enough light to work with, I'd reschedule my sessions or sometimes I'd have to cancel shoots. And then when I did work with clients in bad light or low light, you know, sometimes I'd have unhappy clients because the quality of the work that they received wasn't consistent with the quality of work that I was showing, I was advertising, right? That I was sharing on my website and on my portfolio. So 
relying exclusively on natural light had a pretty negative effect on me personally and also on my business. Now, photographers love to say that they work with natural light because it's free, right? And yeah, it is. <laughs> but I would argue that there is a cost to relying exclusively on natural light. And I think that that's important to acknowledge and to look at. And so that's what we talked about on day one. Then on day two, I talked about why we all put ourselves through that kind of stress, right? I think a lot of us know intellectually that learning how to use artificial light is probably a good skill to have, right? <clears throat> if you're a professional photographer, you should probably know how to use a strobe or a flash um, in a way that's really beautiful and on brand for you so that if you are ever in a situation where the natural light is inadequate or is just letting you down, you can still create gorgeous work, right? But a lot of photographers hold themselves back from learning this important skill um, because they have a lot of misconceptions about what working with artificial light, like what working with the strobe or working with the flash is like. And that's what we talked about yesterday. So first of all, they think that artificial light looks like artificial light, right? <laughs> and it's kind of ugly and honestly it can be. But as I mentioned yesterday, when you know how to properly use it, you can create light that looks like anything you want it to. And that includes that beautiful, soft window light look. So if that's what you love, you can totally learn to create that with strobes and flash. Artificial light doesn't have to look harsh and flashy, but I know that's something that people worry about. Um, people also worry about startup costs, right? Like I already mentioned, people think that natural light is free and that there's this, this startup cost to getting um, into artificial light, but um, that's not necessarily true, right? Um, there's a little bit of a cost, but it doesn't have to be huge. You know, the first lighting setup that I ever invested in was less than $300. So it really is, it can be very doable. Now, I personally think that the biggest block that people have around learning to work with artificial light is honestly that it just scares them, right? It seems hard. And I know personally, this was a huge block for me. I'm a self-taught photographer and I really had it in my head that working with studio light um, and learning how to use studio light is something that you had to go to school for. And I didn't go to school for photography. I have a history degree and a teaching certificate and they didn't teach me how to use strobes when I was, you know, learning those things. And so um, I really, that really held me back. I thought it was something that you had to be a trained photographer to learn. And it didn't help that every time I went to Google or I would go, you know, onto YouTube to look up tutorials, there were always these like really complicated setups, right? With like all these different strobes and assistants everywhere, holding reflectors. And that's just not how I work. And it's not how I want to work. So um, I also work with families and kids, right? Families and kids move. And I would go and I'd find these tutorials on how to use a strobe or a flash in the studio. And it always, um, you know, would show like models standing perfectly still or models sitting on a stool holding their own reflector. And I was just like, no, that's not, that would never work for my clients. And so I was like, you know, this is too complicated. It's not going to work with my style. And I just 
believed that for like 12 years. So for 12 years, I convinced myself that I could only work with natural light, right? I had all these misconceptions about what working with strobes and flash was. And because of that, I allowed myself to struggle and stress on those dark days. I allowed myself to feel like a fraud. I allowed myself and my schedule to be dictated by the weather or the season or the time of day. And really when it, what it boils down to is I allowed my income. So the income that my family relied on to be controlled by light, like my career was at the mercy of light. And I mean, when you say it out loud like that, it sounds kind of absurd, but really it was all because I believed that light was hard. It wouldn't work for me. It wasn't pretty and it was scary. Um, now I ended yesterday's lesson talking about this a little bit. And I said that what I know now on this end of it is that the hardest part of learning to work with strobes and flash, most natural light photographers already know. And so that's what I wanna to talk to you about today, okay, on day three of our lighting series. So now listen, one of the most essential skills, if not the most essential skill that a photographer can have is the ability to see and understand light, right? Light really is the foundation that photography is built on and understanding how to see it and how to work with it. It's kind of one of our superpowers as photographers. And if you're a natural light photographer, you already know that, right? Um, and that's why you're good at your job. Now, the secret to creating gorgeous light with strobes and flash really is just taking what you already know about natural light, specifically how to work with like window light, for example, and just applying it to working the flash, okay? So if you can work with the sun shining through a window, you can absolutely work with a strobe or a flash shining through a soft box, all right? The same rules apply. Understanding how light works and how light behaves and what you like and what you don't like, you know, in regards to your light, honestly, that's the hardest part. And you already know all of that. Um, and that's because light is light, right? So for example, you probably already know how light works. You know how light travels. You know that if you stand somebody directly in a light beam coming from a window, that light is gonna come in a straight line and fall on them. And you know, if you, if you stand them just to the side of that window, that light's gonna kind of feather on them a little bit. You already know that, okay? You already know that if you're gonna work with a big window, your light is going to be bigger and brighter and softer than if you work with a small window. You already know that, right? You already know that how close or how far your subject is from a window is gonna impact the look of your light. And you probably already know that if you add diffusion to a window, right? Like if you put a curtain over it, you're gonna soften the light. Well, these are all things that you already know, which means you already know a lot about working with artificial light, right? You know that the size of your light modifier is going to have an impact on, on the light you're creating because you know how to work with windows. So if you like that big, bright, soft light, you're gonna work, you know, that you get when you work with a big window, you're just gonna wanna work with a big modifier. You already know that. If you like light that's a little harder, a little more, um, you know, focused, a little, you know, you're probably gonna wanna work with a smaller 
modifier. You already know that, okay? How great is that? You already know how close you're gonna to wanna to bring that light and that modifier to your subject, right? Because you're just gonna ask yourself like, well, if that modifier was a window, where would I place my subject? Would I have them right up against the window or would I have them you know, a little far away from the window? Would I have them directly in that line of light or would I, would I be feathering that light? This is stuff you already know, you guys. And the same rules apply to working with strobes and flash. That's why I say you actually already know the hard stuff because you can see light, you understand light, you know how it works. Okay, so really when it comes to working with a strobe or a flash, the only thing you really need to learn are some of the mechanics. So you need to learn how to meter for artificial light. You need to learn how to adjust the power on the unit, the strobe unit or the flash unit that you're using. Okay, you need to know what that, how that's gonna impact the light you're producing. Okay, but all of those mechanics, all of that stuff, that's really easy to learn. Okay, so don't let artificial light scare you. We see people come into the missing link, um, my lighting community, having never worked with a strobe or flash, and, and within a week, they have it down. And they're creating beautiful, soft, natural looking light with strobes and flash, just like the kind of light that you see in my work. They're doing that within a week, okay? And that's because the system that I've created for teaching strobes and flash really is based on just taking what you already know about light, what you already know about working with a window and just applying it to working with the strobes and flash. And that really is the great thing about this method is that it doesn't require um, a ton of gear, first of all, because everything that I teach is gonna be done with just one light, just like if you were working with one window. So that means you can take it with you on location, right? So if you work in venues or in clients' home, it's like creating a big portable window that you can just carry with you that always has perfect light. I mean, who doesn't want that? So if you know how to work with a window, you know how to work with the strobe and flash, really. That's just one example, of course, but um, there's really not that much to it. So my point is, if you're used to working with families or kids with a window, or you're used to photographing your bride or you know the headshots you do with window light, you can totally use my lighting method and get the exact same look with strobes and flash, all right? And with my method, um, they they don't have to sit still to be photographed. <laughs> this is really important to me because I work with kids, right? So I want my kids to be able to run and jump and play and just act like kids. You know, they're not going to sit on a stool and hold their own reflector. And we, you know, you can totally learn how to do that too. So really the takeaway is this, you guys, artificial light, um, if it's something that intimidates you, if it scares you, I just want you to know this, okay? You really do know the hardest parts light is light. So if you can work with the sun shining through a window, remember you can work with a strobe shining through a soft box, the same rules apply. The only thing you really need to know are some of the mechanics. And that's what I'm going to be talking to you about on tomorrow's lesson. Okay. So I have a whole framework that teaches that, like I was just talking about, and I'm going to be back tomorrow to, um, walk you through what that framework is. Okay. So again, thank you for being with me today. Thanks for being with me all week. Um, if you have any questions or comments on or thoughts, then please leave a comment. If you're watching here on Facebook, just leave a comment in the um, you know, comment, sec comment section below. <laughs> I was in comic section, which is, sounds like a bookstore, but just leave a comment in the comment 
section below and I'll respond. And um, if you're listening on the podcast, send me a DM on Instagram. Let me know what your thoughts are and what you're thinking about this. And yeah, I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you.